Hi, everybody. This is Rob. And this is Sarah. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love? And this is episode 121. 121. It's been a while. It has been a little while. Yeah, life is crazy. It's always crazy. It's hard to to um, coordinate. But here we are. Here we are. We've had a few sort of unusual episodes with contest winners, and we had an on-location video in Santa Barbara. Which was really fun. Yes. Well, we want to say congrats to our video winner of the How Much Do You Love contest, yes. Zachary. Zachary from Ohio. Congratulations. Oh, we love you. We loved you and your video, and um, Rob loves his onion saver. I do love my onion saver. And speaking of savers... Out of the blue, I looked in my purse one day, and there was a banana saver in it. What? Which was this enormous, kind of dirty-looking banana saver. Big, yellow, plastic thing shaped like a banana. And it Just turned, in your purse? Yes. A friend, I had been at a friend's house the night before, and apparently she had just snuck it in my purse. Okay. But what's amazing is that, first of all, we love a friend who will just sneak something in your purse for you to find later. Yes. Right? And then, second of all, she hadn't seen that video yet. Love it. So it was just a crazy coincidence. That also has the potential of being a long-running joke. Absolutely. Sneaking something in someplace. Absolutely. Well, we love yeah. the, long, the long-term practical joke. Yeah, like that. Remember I, when we had that episode and I talked about how that Ryan Seacrest picture sort of went from house to house and then yes. had it for a couple years? It's back in play. Back in play. It's back in thanks, play, I'm just Thanks saying. to the big birthday party, right? Oh, it was before that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was uh, actually, it. you know, when it went back into play, it was Halloween. Perfect. Just stuck it right onto a friend's mantle with their Halloween I, decorations. I think after a little while, I'm going to need an update on the sharp glitter tea. I need to know who's in possession, what's happening with it. Mark's family, Where's Sarah Purcell, whatever had the Sarah Purcell autographed picture. Wasn't that also? No, it wasn't was... Sarah Purcell. It was, um, I thought it was Sarah Purcell. No, who was it? I think it was Sarah Purcell. No, I don't think it was. Uh, why would I pick Sarah Purcell? I don't know. Sarah. Well, if it's not Sarah Whoever Purcell, Sarah Purcell, if you're listening, I'm thinking of you, <laughs> Judith Light. Judith Light. It's Judith right. Light. Why would I say Sarah Purcell? Why would you ever think of Sarah Purcell? <laughs> <laughs> Younger listeners, Google it. Who has thought of Sarah Purcell at all in the last 20 Me. years? I have. <laughs> Nothing personal, Sarah. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Okay, so let's talk about some stuff we love. Okay, that sounds great. Um, one of the things that we really love, uh, we love, an it's an iPhone app, so forgive us all non-iPhone people, but we love the Hipstamatic app. So think like hipster meets Instamatic. It's a cute little app that makes your iPhone turn into like an old-fashioned little Instamatic camera. And we so love it. Great. I fell in love with it a while ago, and I think I sent a link to Rob, and he immediately was like, I got to have it. And he and so now if you ever see any of our photos on Facebook or on Twitter, they're pretty much always done through Hipstamatic. It kind of emulates an old Instamatic camera from sort of the early 80s. And the story behind it is kind of interesting. I don't know if you know this, Rob. but um, I don't. There were these, I may get a little bit of this wrong, but there were these three brothers and two of them in like 1982 in, in a, like a lake house in Michigan or something over one summer wanted, they were sort of taken by the, you know, the new, the new Instamatics and they wanted to build an all plastic camera. So they worked in their, you know, lake house, their summer house, and they came up with this little camera and they called it the Hipstamatic. And they made about 150 of them, and they were hoping this was eventually going to get picked up and take the world by storm. But then they were killed in a car accident. 
mm. um, by I think a drunk driver. I feel like I'm making these this up now because I read it so long ago. But the third brother, I guess, was blogging about it, and the developers, these iPhone um, developers, contacted him and said, "Hey, we'd love to do a digital version of the Hipstamatic. Can you work with us to sort of emulate?" you know, the original camera. And it's neat. So it applies neat filters and borders and sort of flash colors um, to make your pictures look kind of vintage and cool. And it just makes any kind of crappy iPhone camera picture look instantly cooler. I'm totally with you on that. That's what I like about it, especially like Doug and I took some great ones while we were in Santa Barbara. We were just mm -hmm. like sit, sitting in a wine bar that had outdoor seating. And we just like snapped a picture of each other. But it goes from it just looking like a stupid iPhone picture to being like, oh, it looks like a really cute, like almost like a Polaroid looking. Yeah, exactly. You know? They're very cool. I um, I also took some pictures when I was in Santa Barbara because I, you know, road tripped down by myself and I stopped at a mission. And I took some cool pictures. It's just, it's very fun. And another fun thing, there's a there are several different iPhone apps that will apply these kind of filters to the photos that you've taken with your iPhone camera after the fact. But right. Instamatic actually emulates using the camera so it's sort of old school when you actually just had to take the picture and then you got what you got you right know, when, back in the olden days of film younger listeners google it yeah film i like the part that it where it says like it's developing it yeah exactly it's very fun, it's fun. remember when cameras had film i'm just saying yeah i bet that Do you remember are... the disc remember the kodak disc oh when you'd get all your pictures oh yes yes that one no yes. it was no, a special kind yes, of film totally. that it was like weird looked like birth control pills <laughs> I think that's what the marketing department was going yeah, for. Like, hmm, what can we have that will make a carousel? people take, no. take a picture a day? <laughs> I know, orthonovum. Oh, all right. So, hipstamatic people. It's like I think it's a dollar ninety nine, and then yeah. you can pay you know an extra ninety nine cents here and there to buy additional you know lenses and filters, and it's it's very fun. And I see more and more folks using it now. Very cool. I like it a lot. Cool. Get it. Um, next, I want to talk about something that I think everybody has an opinion about. How much do we love movie snacks? Yes, movie snacks. What is your movie snack of choice, Rob? I go I go super basic. I always just get uh, popcorn, light quotes, butter, mm -hmm. and uh, Diet Coke. Every once in a while, I'll veer away from that. Like... Um, like in high school, like when it was like movies were like dates, I would always get a bag of peanut M&Ms and put it in the popcorn. Mm. I love the salty, sweet, sweet yeah. combo. I love that the M&Ms could hold their shape in the hot popcorn and it wasn't until you bit into them that they would be mushy and melty chocolate. Um, I also, and this one still continues, I every once in a while have to have some junior mints i love the texture and shape of a junior mint i do too and it's i don't like i don't get junior mints at like the gas station never, ever ever but the movies yes please the only other time i even would ever find a junior mint in my life would be um at halloween sometimes they have the little mini boxes that you end mm -hmm. up you know in the office candy dish or whatever yeah then same with milk duds yeah, but other than that, they're really movie candy. Same with Raisinettes. Oh. I'm oh. also just a popcorn and Diet Coke, or the one the theater by me now has Coke Zero. Ooh. All right? It's this, you know, it's a century theater. 
Oh no, that one, um, that one is our, not a Century Theater. No, it is. I can't remember. Our that. Century, our Century does have zero? Coke Zero. Yeah. It also has the seasonings bar, which I do not approve of. Oh, like, that's that, they're trying yeah. to do a touch of fancy. I don't like it though. It looks messy. It always looks messy. Yeah. Touch uh, like of right away, it's like garlic parmesan. I'm like, no, no thank you. Thank you. No thanks. No thanks. Seasoning. I'd like the golden oil, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I don't enjoy? I don't like a self-serve golden oil. No, that's creepy. It's gross. It's always slimy over there. And I don't know. I'm not a technician. I don't know how much I'm supposed to put on. I know. You have no training. I don't. In these matters. I'm like, I need a acne-riddled teenager to help me. I need to know the exact number of pumps. Do you put it halfway in the middle too? Do you, you know, you can't do that when you put it yourself. I see now the Century near me, I believe, advertises that it's real butter. Yeah, some of them have the real butter. Now, in in the old Evanston Theater in Evanston, which is a good place for it, that Got is it. now gone. The old sort of old, it was just a regular theater, but it was very old. It had a balcony, but it was so old and crappy. They had golden topping. That's what, it, that what it was called. Yes, you know how it's that sort of like cube-like box with the pump, with the picture of it, a little sort of cartoon of popcorn, and it says like butter or whatever. It said golden topping. That and doesn't like, sound even, like that. No, it like, sounds no. terrible. That is something that happens at IML weekend and not at a family <laughs> joint. No, no, exactly. No, golden, golden topping. And that theater went out of business. Just I think that's before my time. I don't think yeah. I ever. The movies in Edmondson when that was there. That was in college and just a couple years after. Now, yeah. so I posted on the on the Facebook um, fan page, which is facebook.com slash how much do we love. Uh, I asked folks what their movie snacks were to get some yes. fodder for discussion. And there were some good answers. So from Emily, she says, get popcorn, Reese's, pe- Reese's Pieces, and Raisinets. Dump the candy in the popcorn bag and shake. Well, she first of all, she just spent thirty dollars. That's that's true. It's just part of my thing with movie snacks. Yeah, I'm like turning into my mom, where like she would we'd go to the mall and have to go to Mr. Bulky's first and buy like <laughs> scoops and, and scoops of Sour Patch Kids. Put them in, in our in your jacket, right? But I like I like the yummy combo it's though. The, the same you know uh, theory as yours: the salt and sweet. It's a variation on a trail mix. Yes. There are some other good ones on here. Taryn says that edamame is the best. No, really? thank you. At the movies? Now, I no. love edamame, but I, I've never... Do you just bring in a bowl of them? And then no, where do you put the shells? Taryn, we need more info. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to pass on that one. Right. You know, is that something you get at one of those new fancy movie theaters where they have like couches yeah, and, and reserved table seats. service? Might be. Because that, what I like about those is you can get a cocktail. Like you can... Right. Well, and our friend Bay, I think it was Bay, right, from the um, Grits to Glitz podcast, said that her favorite movie snack, gin and tonic. At a girl. At the fancy, um, the fancy movie theater in Knoxville. So then, Butterfinger Minis. That's a good one. Oh, yum. Oh, snow caps. Kathy O says snow caps. When yes. else do you? That's another movie theater only sort of scenario yeah you would never get those and i and i might even go as far to say good and plenties which i don't enjoy ever oh no but those, but those are always at the movies no i'm disagreeing i i do enjoy the good and plenty and you do it's not a movie candy okay yeah just i saying. stand corrected that's okay we'll have to agree to disagree oh but you know the other thing so i like the popcorn and the soda mm. but sometimes i like to have skittles 
Mm. And I like them. I love Skittles. We probably could do an episode about Skittles. I enjoy that you can kind of just eat them one at a time and they last a really long time. Mm. And then Skittles are one of those candies where, you know, everybody does it differently. Do you just chomp right down? Do you kind of suck on it a while? Let that outer coating soften? But I eat them. They they they're so chewy that eventually, at the end of the movie, my jaw is sore. Mm-hmm. And so maybe halfway through the movie, because that the bag of Skittles you have to get at the movies is like enormous. Oh yeah, you can't get through that. You shouldn't probably. Well, I mentioned this on the Facebook page, but what's been upsetting me lately is that I've when you do have to get like the peanut M Ms or the Junior Mints lately, they're still in the same size box. Mm-hmm. Which that used to be like kind of what distinguished the movie snack. It was a box rather than a bag. Absolutely. Um, it's the same size box, but then you open it up and there's a bag inside of it. Yeah. And it seems to be less than a normal bag would even have. Yeah, it's dumb. It's misleading. And what I do enjoy is that at the um, Carousel's movie theaters here in town, Tuesdays during the day, yeah. free popcorn. What? free popcorn you get your ticket and they hand you a small little bag like it's not it's not a bucket but it's like a small little bag and it's red and it says complimentary popcorn and you just march up to the snack guy and he fills it up for you (gasps) that's perfect it's perfect and you know i mean first of all you're coming to the movies on a tuesday afternoon which i'm usually one of the only people there right but you know i'm gonna get a diet coke to go with it so it's oh absolutely now, how do you feel about the more sort of entree movie snack, like the hot dog or the nacho or the pizza? I'm certainly not a fan of a nacho because it's too messy to eat in the dark. Plus, they're weird at the movie theaters. Plus, you stink up the whole joint. Yeah, you can't go in there with like You a might as well get sandwich. like, yeah, tuna noodle casserole or something. You might as well. <laughs> tuna noodle casserole. Another favorite movie snack. <laughs> movie snack. Um, Doug will get a hot dog, though. He's not afraid to do that. I have done that, but it, to, for me, it's like you eat it before the movie. You eat, you're, it's because you didn't yes. have time for dinner, and then you just have to eat it before the movie starts, or like one of those terrible little pizzas, and then you're okay. Then you can, But then you still have to have popcorn. Yeah, well, I what do. usually happens in these scenarios, it's here's the scenario. I've been at, I, I've been at home all day, and Doug's been at work, and we decide we're going to go to the movies, and he doesn't have time for supper. So I go get our seats, and he's like, I'll get snacks. I'm like, great. And I don't ever even say like what to get unless I have a specific hunger. And those days when I can tell he didn't grab supper is the day he comes back with like the wonder. It's like a tray, you know, it's like a yes. meal that has yes. a cup holder in it. And there's yes. like nachos and a hot dog, totally. like a kid's toy with yes. it. Oh, Doug. Well, now my Jungle March posted on the Facebook page that her choice is popcorn and raisinets mixed together. But I think she's forgetting that she likes dots. Mm. I think of dots as well. No, I'm sure I'll get a phone call about this because so, she will still want the popcorn and raisinets. But if there are dots there, because remember, it used to be you could really only get dots at the movie theater. They were always a hard to find candy. Now you can find them maybe at Target, you know, where they have the movie candy box shaped yes. sections or maybe at a Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves the dots. Do you guys remember dots? It's not a very... I like to put dots on my two front teeth. Absolutely. I do. Oh, it feels kind of good, too. Besides, Yeah, being and when you're trying to get it there. off, it doesn't quite come off. And then you have that, yeah, the weird, like, gel coating. Yeah. All right, so let me just see here. What else? Um, snow caps. I don't know. What else? Sour Patch Kids. Sour we got. Patch Kids. Yeah, I think a couple of people mentioned that. Yeah. Um, Coke Zero. 
I also have to say at the Evanston movie theater that exists now, mm-hmm. if you get there a little early, they've got that really nice bar that you can go to and have a glass of wine. Right? Very nice. Very nice. All right. So people, what movies, you go on the Facebook page, um, you can post it. It was from April 15th. So scroll down. Tell us what your favorite movie snack is or send us an email. Ooh, Red Vines. We didn't oh, say. Oh, Yes. Well, and someone said, does anyone else like to revert to tweendom and drink your soda through a Twizzler? And Mm. yes, not at the movies, but I like to every now and then do that at home. But it has to be Sprite or 7-Up in a a red vine or a Twizzler. Did you ever do that as a kid? Yeah, I I used to do it with like Pepsi. For some reason, it always had to be Sprite or 7-Up. It seems like it would make a lot more sense if it was just clear. Yeah, but Cherry Coke, that's good. Yeah, I had. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was a logical requirement. It just has how yeah. it was when I was a kid. Another friend likes to have an occasional icy. To me, not really a movie snack. My, it's not. I mean, it's not my choice for movie snack. Yeah, they have. They definitely have them at the. Um... Have them at the Century Theaters. More power yeah. to the icy drinkers. Yeah. Well, we love snacks, so and we like movies, so it's a good combo. Yes. Absolutely. Yum. Right. All right. So we're we're um. Thinking of things that we love yeah, and things that we love to eat, uh, this next entry comes to us from you guys. This is one. This was one of the entries for honorable mentions. Yeah, this was a runner-up. From the How Much Do You Love, and um, are we just going to play it, or should we talk about it first? Well, let's play it. This is an entry from Chris and Tanya. Hey, Rob and Sarah. This Hi, Rob and Sarah. It's Chris and Tanya in Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. <laughs> and how much do we love Hagen dazs 5? We uh, wanted to tell you about it because we love your show. We love your show a lot, and you guys uh, need to know about this ice cream. It's Hagen dazs New Line, <laughs> and uh, they just have five ingredients. Only five? Yeah, what are the ingredients? So, okay, so we're, we're currently enjoying, because we like eating while we talk into microphones as well, we're currently <laughs> enjoying coffee, and it has milk, cream, sugar, eggs, and coffee, and that's all. That's all, no chemicals, no nothing, and it makes the softest, most delicious ice cream so delicious. that you could ever buy from the store. And it's, it, you know, it's good for your body. It's just whole things. Whole things are better. Yeah. Or at least that's what Michael Pollan said. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so we really like it, and we tried the mint one uh, two nights ago, and it was really, oh, really good. Yes. And it was really so fresh. So good. And the so coffee refreshing. one tastes like coffee, mm. and it's it just basically, <laughs> you need it. It's, so it's tasty treats. So you guys should try it. But also um, for a little a little trade off, we wanted to share with you that uh, we both we were listening to the podcast separately, but then we would talk about it sometimes. And um, and I am a huge fan of seltzer water. And uh, and for Christmas, yep. Chris secretly acquired and then gave me a soda club soda maker, and yep. it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Which I'm sure you've heard a lot of from your fans, but we just wanted to share that uh, I have it now, and I love it. And it's all because of both of you, and we love you both, and that's all, I think. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Ice cream, awesome. Everybody should try it. We love it. And also, Soda Maker. Soda Maker! So, thanks, Rob and Sarah. You guys are awesome. Thank you! Oh, and, oh, I wanted to add that um, we also listen to The Daily Purge, and... um, 
we're big Rob Lindley fans, even though we don't live anywhere near you, so we've never seen you in anything. <laughs> but we gather that you are quite famous. <laughs> so uh, yeah, best of luck to both of you. I hope you're you're doing well. And um, yeah, how much do we love? Five. Hundred dollars five. How cute were they? Love it. Adorable. Thank you guys so much. We loved your entry, and as a result, I went out and bought. I used that as a a good excuse to buy a cart of Haagen-Dazs 5 coffee ice cream. Mm. Delicious. Well, I love the concept of it. I mean, that's, I've been really going hardcore with this lately. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? Enough with all of the like fat substitutes. I think everyone's kind of feeling this way now. It's like, yeah, like let's, uh, if you're going, if you're going to have ice cream, Right. Might as well at least it's sugar, it's cream, it's eggs, you know. Yeah. And no no high fructose corn syrup and just extra preservatives and crap. Just the five ingredients. But it's really, really good ice cream. Um and it was on sale the other day when I was going to a friend's house for dinner, so I bought two. I bought mm-hmm. a vanilla and a coffee and a pie and took it to my friend's house um when God, we were all having amazing. dinner. It was great. So Chris and Tanya, that's a good one. We didn't know about it. At least I now didn't. We do. And now we do I... thanks to you. And I need to try it. Yeah, I think that you should. It's just delicious. Now, here's a question. A okay. true how much do we love? Because it's a question, and I would like listeners to weigh in on this. Okay. And, Sarah, I want to know what you think. How much do you love the frozen yogurt from Trader Joe's? I haven't tried that, it. That is the supposed – it's in the vein of a pink berry or red mango. It's like the tart. It's tart. I did not like it so much no. that I – what little was in my bowl back into the container. <gasps> That's that means you it was it. interesting. Well, I really didn't enjoy it, and I thought was it the flavor combination because I like hmm. put some little ginger snap cookies with it. I'm like, is it the tart with the ginger snap that's making it weird? I think it's just a little weird. Well, with the tart yogurt, I like it to be that sort of soft servey, squishy texture, and if that, it's a it's pint not of that. it, it's not going to be that. So I, I I put it back hoping that maybe what I'll do like this summer is I'll use it to make smoothies with and so on. Because oh, I'm like, that, a... that it'll be a nice smoothing agent. It'll be nice and <laughs> smoothing oh. agent. That seems smoothing. like something you would put on your face. I meant to say thickening agent. <laughs> smoothing agent. Smoothing oh, agent. Oh, the smoothie is extra smooth due to the addition of the smoothing agent. Smoothing agent. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not that big of a fan of the smoothie as we've discussed. Right. So I have nothing to add here. I, I I don't love the tart yogurt. I went through a phase when it got super popular. I was like, ooh, tart yogurt. I need it every day. And now I'm kind of like, eh. I'd rather just have the vanilla, like, TCBY kind of yogurt. I like the tart. I, like I will. I, just, yeah. I will almost always pull over to a red mango when I see one. Um, Here's an interesting bit of trivia. Do you remember um, Yule from Survivor? Hmm. Pearl Islands, maybe. Some Survivor. Yes. He owns the Red Mango in Palo Alto. Love it. <laughs> just a little bit of trivia for you. All right, so people, what do you think about the Trader Joe's frozen yogurt? It's no Hagen does. I just want to know. We just yeah. want to know. Yeah. What do um, you think? I want other people to weigh in on it because I honestly, I couldn't believe that I didn't like it because it seemed like everything I would love. And, and uh, we love everything from Trader Joe's. We do. For the most part. All right, well, we were guests on a podcast. Uh, we got to do a fun interview last week on the Flat 29's Big Book of Everything podcast. Which is a super, super fun podcast. Is it delightful? I felt kind of stupid because I'm a, I'm 
a little busy right now, so I hadn't had the chance to listen to their podcast before we were interviewed, but uh, immediately felt like I knew Daniel, yeah. who was uh, uh, interviewing us. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, this guy's so funny and smart and- Super um, accent. <clears throat> yeah, super cute accent, we're suckers for. And then I listened to, I downloaded all their shows. I think there's only 14 of mm -hmm. them at this point, but yeah. they're- so well produced and so awesome and smart and funny and musical. Well, they sent us a note actually when I was in Santa Barbara with Rob saying, hey, we're this British podcast. We'd love to have you guys on. And and we hadn't heard them before. So on, I had that, you know, five or six hour drive home. So I had I downloaded all of them and I ended up listening to them the whole time. I just think they're delightful. It's these three guys. They all went to college together. I think they went to a performing arts sort of school and studied um, music management and sound engineering and whatnot. And they all lived in flat 29. So the concept is uh, each each episode, they have a topic as if they're writing the chap a chapter in a book. Um, so the topic might be gardening or um, uh, lies. Yes, lies or Christmas. Um, and so we were on the episode that just came out um, today about love. And each oh, they also write comedy songs, novelty songs. So each episode... They, they have a bunch of ongoing segments, but they also will do a full, one of the three of them will do a full song. Um, and they're always very, very fun. So I, I really, really like it a lot. It's probably the best produced podcast that I've heard. It's um, really, I agree. really well done. Um, they have all kinds of great jingles and stingers and intros and outros, like like that we had planned to have when we first started doing the show. And <laughs> realized neither of us know how to do that. <laughs> so There's we never that. did. But in our, in our minds, we have all kinds of um, things like that. Um, well, someday when we do our live tour, we'll have all of that because yeah. we'll have a, a live band on stage. Well, maybe the Flat 29 guys will help us out. Yeah, maybe. maybe they could do a jingle for us. Um, so check it out. It's uh, Dan, Rich, and Charlie, and they're adorable. And you can see them at flat29.com. And listen to us. They We actually played a fun um, we played a fun game with them. Fun quiz game. <laughs> yes. Very fun. Very fun. And what else? Um Oh, we're, we're still, I know we haven't done it yet, but we were going to do an episode about Etsy. So if, yes. an Etsy, if you're a, an artist and you have an Etsy store, or if you just like a particular Etsy store that you've shopped at, please drop us a line at podcast at howmuchdoelove.com so we can create sort of a master list of Etsy stores that we enjoy. There's yeah. so many great, great, great just independent artists selling really, really awesome stuff. We'd love to um, give some people some some plugs. Yes. And I think that's it. I think that's it. So we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.